0: you are being watched the government has a secret system a podcast that recounts every episode of person of interest i know because Because we we made it. it we designed the podcast to continue our bullshit but we see everything random numbers of the week people like you episodes the average viewer deems irrelevant you wouldn't watch it so we did but i needed partners someone who had never watched this before Hunted by weirdos on in the internet, we record in secret. we will never find them. But, newbie or diehard, if your episode's up, we will find you. Hello, and welcome to the library for podcast of interest. This is a rewatch podcast for person of interest, featuring two veteran operatives and one newly initiated. My name is Justin, and joining me are my two associates, my veteran operative Jude, and our new recruit Anna. You, uh when did you learn that the stock market is fake? <laughs> I
1: think it, I think it might have actually been hashtag game <laughs> uh,
2: For me, it was oh when was it was earlier than that, but I don't remember specifically when.
1: That was when it like actually clicked for me that this is this is all just nonsense.
2: Yeah, certainly that that hammered home the point. No for me it was when somebody explained uh, what shorting was way back in the day, like just the concept of shorting, was spectacular. This is a whole thing that you can do. You can just take money you don't have and, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. I feel I feel yeah. like it's particularly apt this week with the whole, like, Elon <laughs> Musk buying Twitter thing. Trying and, like, to
0: buy Twitter. T-
1: killing maybe 20% buying of Twitter, the value. Or
2: maybe he's just, gam- like, fucking around with Tesla stock prices. Who can tell?
0: Yeah. I mean... I don't know. Yeah. We had the, the price of Tesla stock go down 20%, and... This is the most I've paid uh attention to the stock market since yeah, Game of And I truly don't want to think about it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I I do not want to I do not want to pay attention to fake numbers.
2: I don't want to pay attention to Elon Musk ever again. Yeah. I really want someone to sh- to lube him up with a flammable gel and stick him into a <laughs> You know, a, a, a cyclotron and launch him into the atmosphere where he immediately bursts into flames and never comes back. He just just flies it's, out into space. It's like on the space version of the,
1: the Viking funeral, right? Yes,
2: precisely. He's fucking racist enough to appreciate being a space Viking. I look forward to getting like at least three snarky comments from our from a a listener about. Defending Elon Musk's honor about how he's not if, actually. A if you
0: if you survive through Babylon Project, and you support Elon Musk and you have beef with us, enjoy your block if you come into my mentions. I run yeah, the that's a, I run the Twitter account. If you come into my mentions, I will rain fiery hell on you.
2: <laughs> fire and shadow. One might even say I will.
0: I will come down on you like a Taco Bell bowel movement. God. Um, (laughs) Speaking of Taco Bell, I have another segment. We have a Baja Blast-sized episode of first a podcast of interest today. We do. We are covering not one, not two, but three. Count them, three episodes of person of interest because we're in like the 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 back half of season one where nothing's really happening. Or, it's called the mid-season doldrums. Yeah, uh,
2: my theory is that they figured out they, they had figured out uh, about halfway through season one where they were gonna like they had gotten like they figured out what they were gonna do with season two, and they were like, oh, cool. And so they were all writing all the good stuff in season two, and they were like, oh, let's let's give like the boring episodes. Let's <laughs> like they they were really phoning in these number of the week episodes. I mean, some uh, of the early season the two
1: really phones it in as well. Yeah. As we'll see. But not, none of these were like bad. Yeah,
0: they're not bad. They're just, we'll, we'll eh. see. We'll get into it and we'll talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're covering episodes 15 through 17 um, Blue Code, Risk, and Baby Blue. I've got the first one Blue Code, uh, written by
2: Denise Tay. I believe she's written a few of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she's a, directed by David Von Enken. She's a producer on the show. That makes sense, then. Yeah. Uh, this week's number is Mike Cahill, a.k.a. Daniel Tully. Mike is an undercover cop trying to get to the top of a smuggling empire uh, led by someone named L.O.S., who turns out to just be the CIA selling drugs to fund their war on drugs. I don't know. This whole subplot where it's like, It turns out to be the CIA.
0: I I will explain this once you're done. Hashtag MKUltra.
2: Yeah. I mean, I I get that this is, like, based on real-ish stuff, because I know that the CIA, like, does in fact, or did in fact, does in fact, may still in fact. uh,
0: (laughs) I'm like, your use of the past tense here is very dubious. Very (laughs) dubious. I'm aware.
2: Anyway, while helping Reese keep Mike's cover protected, Fusco uncovers a mole in IA and is saved from a shallow grave by Reese, who then leaves him with the corpse of said mole uh, as a way to get him into HR. Fusco is forced to ask Simmons, an old friend who works with the, the organization, for help as a price to get to join. In our flashbacks for this episode, Reese and Kara meet up with Snow, banter a little bit about murdering their prisoner extra judiciously, Complain about having to work in this shithole country, which turns out to be New York. Uh, and then Reese goes to a bar where he conveniently bumps into his ex Jessica's new husband Peter. Before he does anything stupid, Kara shows up and convinces him to leave.
0: So, okay, I I, I just want to go on the thing about yes, please. The,
2: the explain drastic. explain this MK Ultra CIA drug money.
0: Oh, it's I mean it's super simple. I mean the CIA to fund their many operations with whatever congress gives them takes that money decides to, traffics drugs and reinvest that money to go murder people <laughs> i mean it's really i mean it's that simple it's really that's what they're here for is the cia has trafficked in drugs for i mean we can prove at least since the 80s yeah like 40 uh, 40, 40 50, 50 years yeah you know, it's been probably a lot longer um but th- that's how they get more money, and that's how they run stuff off the books, and uh, it's only slightly horrifying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. The more, much,
2: much more interesting plot in this episode but, than anything else, by a wide margin, is uh, Fusco.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, because this whole episode is covered with HR, including yeah. in the first scene where yeah. um, John is in an ambulance with our number... As they're doing like a smuggling thing. And
1: they're, they're paid up with HR.
0: Yeah, they, they stop. The, the the car is stopped by uh, police. And yeah, he says, don't worry, I'm paid up with HR. Which I, the face I made upon hearing that. Because it's the first time we hear it yeah. in the series. That's going to be a, that is going to be a recurring line. Mm-hmm. The, the face I made for it was like the Vince McMahon. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Face.
2: Yeah. And this starts a really great subplot for Fusco, where he is their undercover man in HR.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, because like everybody, everybody fairly correctly clocks him as being slimy, right? Except that he's not actually.
0: Yeah, he's just got that energy. I would say
2: the thing is, it's you're
0: 100% right,
2: but you're still wrong. And that's what I love about Fusco. Yeah. Is factually speaking, yes, you're 100% correct that Fusco is a corrupt cop, comma,
1: (laughs) but not really. Well, and he he actually kind of explains what happened in this episode where he's, you know, he's giving that kind of monologue um, as he's, you know, about to be shot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, talking about, like, What goes through one's head when one realizes that one is perhaps about to be shot to death. Yeah. A.K.A. what perhaps went through his head when John nearly killed him at the start of the season. He's kind of narrating his own self-reflection there and like, you know, going through, you know, why he decided to actually get on board with like actually being good.
2: Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. We also will find out, uh, Justin maybe can cor- correct me on when it is, I believe it's in season two, might be season three, we learn more about how Fusco ended up where he is. And it's fascinating. I think it's a really interesting study on how we get the Fusco we see, a guy that is apparently season two.
0: Fun thing for, for you, Jude, if you ever want to like do it, the, the person of interest wiki show will show who has flashbacks in an episode. Oh, nice which is very handy.
2: Yeah. We'll learn more about how Fusco ends up this person that is like a decent person, how a decent person will end up doing what he's doing when, when he meets John.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, he's also like legitimately good at his job too. Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 We'll discover, like I said, this episode, will get it. uh, This episode next season will, will tell us more right now. All we know is what we see. And that is a, yeah, he was a corrupt cop, so it's easy for him to, he's an easy person to feed HR as a potential recruit, and the body of someone, of this of this mole that he needs to get rid of is a perfect way to get in, because now, now Simmons thinks he owns Fusco. Yeah. Simmons is one of my favorite people to hate on this show. Yeah. He has the most, I think it might be the most punchable face on this show if not yeah. the most definitely top 3.
0: Where whereas Fusco has like the um Italian American cop look, Simmons is just like the most Irish cop you could like stereotypically imagine. Yeah. Mm.
1: See see I look at him and I kind of see, you know, what runs through my head is the the joke about how, you know, why there aren't uh shirtless police Calendars, the way there are shirtless firemen calendars, which is that they're all covered in Nazi tattoos. <laughs> I haven't heard that, but that's fucking hilarious. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, and that's exactly that's, really that's exactly what runs through my head every time I see his face.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, he, he's got some some big white pride energy going on there.
1: It's like the way that he wears his fucking hat.
2: Yeah. Everything about him screams it. Props to the actor. He you you just you just fucking hate Simmons from the second you meet him. And boy, does that stick? <laughs> boy, does yeah. that stick? Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I, it's like it's weird because it's like for for this is like is this. This is first appearance. I feel like
2: he's been in the background once or twice before.
0: But this is like is this first like the no, first this is, time I, I Simmons checked. is seen. Yeah, That's his first appearance. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. So this is yeah yeah he uh, he's a he's a dude.
0: Yeah, it's it's like him and uh, Turney, the, the 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 detective, who has like like it. This show does a really good job of like putting like obvious scumbag cops in the way. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, they do they do a really good job of, like, popping, like, really obvious scumbag cops and, like, cl- and letting you clock them as a viewer so that when you have the secret scumbag cops, you can, you can, like, they can actually surprise you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> the other part of this episode that I doesn't quite rise to the level of me actively disliking it, but it's close, is the flashback. I'm always very on the fence about Reese's like, meh, protect uh, storylines. <laughs> and particularly when it comes to these ones with his ex, uh, they're 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 pretty paternalistic. And uh, the fact that he's like lurking around, even after he joins the CIA, he's like using the the extra governmental power of the CIA to keep an eye on his ex's
0: boyfriend. Or fiance now is yeah dang. I see. I took something a little bit different away from that, which is that Reese has spent like seven years doing like doing stuff that like he does not know how to function back into society and and from everything we're given to like sort of believe about Reese is that he has no external support network. Um, yeah, like mm. he doesn't like so. Like,
1: Like, he and Kara and Snow seem all, like, chummy, and, like, they're, you know, drinking in a shady hotel room together and whatever, but you know that, like, they would stab him in the back in, like, literally a fraction of a second.
0: Yeah, and, like, Snow and Kara probably have, like, ways of, like, this is how I, you know, I firewall this so I can have, like, when I am not on the job, I can do things as a resembling human activity <laughs> john does not have that yeah uh, yeah because yeah. we see that once he like once he once he loses the support system he goes completely off which i mean it was it probably like it, it's probably the ci was probably looking to bump john off for a while now because it's just like This is a guy who's probably going to cause a lot of deaths on his way out. Well, we want to point that in the right direction, which, (laughs) hey, we'll get there eventually (laughs) later this season about how that resolves. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yep. Which, (laughs) uh, that's a
0: little bleak, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Do we want to talk about the number and how little we care about the number?
0: No. I I think I think I think like the actual like the the actual number is uninteresting, but the setup is fun. Yeah, it's just because it's it's like I I can't name the movie, but I feel like I've seen this movie before where it's like the heist is over. but There's something still going on here. The most notable
2: thing I have about this episode is that every time I watch this episode, I think that I have seen the Vargas, the leader of their little group. I think where have I seen this guy before? He like I know I've seen him in something. It's Twilight. He's the biology <laughs> teacher from Twilight. My and god. I never <laughs> clock it. Every time I see this episode, I think is he what is he from? He's really menacing. It's no, he's the biology teacher from Twilight.
0: I so, I think it's truly like the fact that you clock somebody from Twilight that might be like I don't know. I can't clock anybody from Twilight.
2: I I would not have guessed it either, but I, I've looked over his IMDb page and I have seen literally nothing he's been in.
1: Except Twilight.
2: Except Twilight. And as soon as he saw that, as soon as I saw the Twilight thing, like a, a clip flashed in my mind of of like one of the scenes he was in. I'm so sorry. He was yelling about worms. That seems <laughs> fine. I don't have a problem with that.
1: More than just that, you know, it's Twilight. Yeah. Uh, it's like,
2: I mean, I'll fight for patent
0: our R- R- patent. Yeah, I can, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll go to Bath for help. Uh,
1: I just like the the you know, undercover cop with a vendetta thing is pretty solid as a trope, but like, my dude, your partner is like one week away from giving birth. Maybe now's not the time. Yeah, <laughs> like you're on this like yeah. self destructive tear, and it's like family. What family? I will only go and see them when it will endanger them because I'm, you know, on task.
0: Mm -hmm. I just assume that once your number is spit out from the machine, you become an idiot. (laughs) 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 Like, that's just, that's a personal theory of mine of just, like, you do stupid shit. I Humans, as a general rule, do stupid shit when their lives are in danger
1: and under stress. Some of the numbers keep it together pretty well. Zoe. Some, mm. of them,
0: some of them, some some of them do. Like Zoe has not, has had guns pointed at her face a lot. Yeah, I think that, like the these standards. After the
2: first time, Leon handles it pretty well.
0: Yeah, but Leon's a snake. We're not gonna talk. <laughs> we don't talk about Leon yet. We don't talk about Leon yet.
1: <laughs> fucking love him. But
0: I think we the three of us, like the three dumb. of us, have probably spent, I would say, not a long amount of time with guns pointed at us. So. I, I I can't yeah. speak for like your, your experiences, but I not a whole ton probably, but I so I I generally I I choose to believe that when a number does something stupidly irrational, it's like, ah, eh, that's stress, that's fear. You know, I'll roll with it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's mostly that this uh, guy is like Reese is like, Do you do you wanna maybe like back down? Like you've got what you wanted, like Maybe, maybe perhaps back down and like be with your family and your partner who is like about to have Um, a baby. (laughs) And the guy's like, no, I am, I am a man and I must avenge my brother. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is one of those
2: plots that I just, I, I, I don't care about. (laughs) Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. (laughs) Maybe
2: it might be, and I feel this way about a, uh, a lot about these, all three of these episodes I suspect, that, to a degree, it's having watched th- this show enough times now that I know which parts of the episodes are worth paying attention to and <laughs> which aren't. But I watch this episode, and I'm just like, all this stuff with the smuggler thing, like, it's just in one ear, out the other.
1: Fusco, Carter. Yeah. Flashback. Take oh, the, the, the thing that I pinged on this time is uh Carter not wanting to break into one police plaza, which is like completely (laughs) legit. But I have seen but I've seen halfway through season two. So Yeah. Carter's That's called character development. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Or
2: or, you know, they've corrupted her. One of the two. Yeah. But yeah. That's
0: character development.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Corruption is character. Ooh, I like that quote. Corruption is character development.
0: Yeah, that's what I that's what I say whenever one of my what one of my characters has dark hair, he spread it off an extra limb. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything else we want to talk about with Blue Coat
1: here? Well, I one last thing is just that when Fuss goes in the woods, the music is very good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Shallow grave burying is is uh, a fertile ground. No pun intended for uh the the composer on this show. They always come up with some good beats for when someone's got to be buried.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, sorry, I just realized that I had a couple like tiny tiny notes. Okay. There's a blonde dude in like the opening scene of this episode who's part of like the smuggling team who just has like the most Joker energy. <laughs> oh yeah, the tweaker. Yeah. Like he, yeah, he's like, Oh yeah, we should shoot all these people and I'm like, dude, chill.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: The other thing, like I, I got two more. But when they're when they're torturing the dude in New York in the flashback they're mentioning that he that this guy was trying to sell some software to a foreign government. Do do do. Um, and we know, at the, and this is leading up to the Ordo's mission, which we will get to eventually later in the season. Also, I have yeah. a question, and if any of my any of our listeners can tell us why why the fuck are there QR codes on a safe? All of the little all of the little saves in oh, in good question. 1PP, um, have QR codes on them and. This is from 2012. Like, what was what were QR codes being used for on safes for? I... I this is like, this is a, if you have the answer from like a security perspective, I would love to know this because this would be information I would love to use in a future thing.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> and
0: not because I've tried to commit crimes. I never thought about that. Yeah, it's it's just this weird thing I noticed. I'm like, why are there QR codes? Because I'm like, you know, like go out. Because they can't have
1: information about what's in there.
0: Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> you can scan it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's
1: funny right. Though. Well, like, like, exactly. It like probably that, doesn't make <laughs> because like I was initially like, oh, can okay, tell you what's in there, and then I'm like, wait, no. That's, why, why, that's the, 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 purpose. the purpose of the safe? If you
0: maybe have like a two factor authentication app that you could like, like maybe okay, maybe I'm gonna talk myself into this. Maybe the internal affairs bureau guys have like a two two FA to show like they can scan it, pair it with an app, and figure out okay, this belongs to this. That feels like, this awfully forward officer.
2: thinking for a police department. It's not a I tank. Mean, if it were no, no protecting. Here's, here's, here's my, here's my rebuttal to that. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it's not a great idea. I just think that from what I understand, 2012, it's even for, well, regardless of what year it's in, my understanding of how police spend money is on weapons and corrupt things, not on like it.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Look, looking at the titans of computer that like Carter and Fusco are rocking. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: if you listeners, if you know what QR codes on saves are used for, and if I'm right, please let me know. I I, I just would like to feel right on this. Um, next up we have stock market bullshit. We have episode 16, <laughs> risk. a take us away.
1: Yeah. So so this week Reese is getting gussied up and going undercover on Wall Street. Uh, our number is a. Adam Saunders, a trader at Baylor Zim, who has previously been under investigation by the SEC. Reese poses as John Rooney assets and uh, witnesses Adam triumphing in a epic short sale on Vertanin Pharmaceuticals. Uh, Nice reference. mm Yeah. Some further surveillance determines that Adam is sleeping with his boss and that his closest family is an uncle who runs a food truck. After Adam asks some point questions about uh, mysteriously large investments by the firm in Tritac Energy, he is targeted for death and Reese saves his life. They discover that Adam's boss is herself dead uh, and he was framed for her murder. Uh, so Reese hides Adam in the homeless camp that he used to live in. Tritac unexpectedly takes a nosedive and they realize it's all a setup for another big short sale. Adam goes back into action and they identify the culprits, including the SEC guy who is following him, and he earns back the investors' money. Carter, meanwhile, realizes that the timing for all this uh, is a little bit uh, too perfect and identifies Elias's goon with the scar- scarred face at the scene of the arrests, in fact, picking up the SEC agent who had mysteriously disappeared. Uh, she retrieves his phone from the trash And Reese calls it, and reaches none other but our old friend Elias.
0: Hello, John.
2: (laughs) Okay, I have a I have a very important question here uh, that occurred to me as I was watching uh, Finch uh, gently reach for Reese's groin while fitting him for a suit at the top of this episode. (laughs) What is the ship name for these two? Is it Reach? Is it
0: (laughs) Fish? What What is the What is the Personally, I'm I'm from an age when you, Gerald. I'm, I'm from like a generation of shipping that like I didn't need portmanteaus. Mm-hmm. When was that? When when were portmanteaus
2: not like a thing that that people did?
0: I mean, for that, shipping. I mean that like for 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 ages it was like it was just slash. It was yeah. like like. A, Oh, we're gonna get me out of some hot takes here. I mean, like it was like Kirk slash Spock, Odo slash Kira. I you just it was slash. And you didn't do this because you wanted to be clear about what was in there.
2: I feel like fish is pretty clear that we're talking I'm about. I'm gonna Finch just and say Reese. that.
0: I, I prefer the slash name, like okay. re-slash Finch. <laughs> that like
1: you know, that's just personal. And Fair enough.
2: And that also I guess that also does work better with like AO3 tags. So
1: like I think it I think it works when there's like Something that a sounds good and b is like
2: funny. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So like like John Locke, right? Like that's that's like funny and you know what it is.
0: <laughs> um, I think yeah, or or like I,
1: and and we all know to hate it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, there there is there like I I do remember one of the ship one of the ship tags on Tumblr for the show. Oh, which was them. it's a uh, four alarm fire in an oil refinery. <laughs> Which is a, I think, a season five quote. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: that's funny.
0: I was like, because I, because that was one of my early experience, exposures to the show. Was that was that ship and that tag? The the,
1: the best I can come up <sighs> with though is Gerald, but spelled with a J. No, no, reject, delete, delete, delete.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Oh. Oh,
2: I'm. I, you know, that one might stick. I'm afraid that might meet your. That might meet the criteria previously established.
1: I hate this. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: I think it's J A R O L D. Yes. I don't. I, I'm just preserving the integrity of. This brain trauma. There you go.
1: (laughs) Yep, there we go.
2: It's terrible,
1: and I love it. Uh, (laughs) um, I mean, I'm glad to have contributed something something good to the show. Do we?
2: Is there literally anything in this episode (laughs) other than? Uh,
1: There's the fun little bit with Harold as a cab driver. (laughs) Yes, you're starting the meter.
0: Don't forget to tip. Oh, and that John just straight up murders some dudes.
1: Uh, he is also, not going John, for
0: knee shots when, like, the, 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 like, uh, assault team shows up.
1: Yeah. Also, John nearly gets garbage trucked. I mean, snow plowed. I
2: loved seeing was so John. Good. Yeah, I do. I did appreciate that. Uh, I also really liked that it, 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 I felt very much like I, I had a feeling I knew it was, I felt like that was a red herring, like, who was behind this episode. I thought I remember thinking when I first uh, was watching this episode that it was another CIA agent because they mm-hmm. were doing the same maneuver to him, and I was like, "Oh no, yeah. apparently it was Elias." That's fine. Yeah, but I think it's funny that like apparently this is—he's like—he immediately clocks this because it's his go-to move, like yeah. hitting Which people with a truck.
1: Funny. Yeah the the suit the suit fitting bits are really yeah good, it, though. it's I, yeah I, I, love I knew. That.
2: I knew watching it that you that would be catnip for you. I, I, I literally care about the, nothing the, else. The,
1: the cuff needs to shiver on the shoe, not break. <laughs> God. That whole line is so dumb. I, I love it. And it's like, <laughs> he says it so earnestly. I know.
0: Yeah. It's just like Harold just like revealing this talent that he, that you know, he's a tailor as well. well which is- I,
2: and I was going to say, I love that there is nothing secu- there is nothing that says a man can't go to a tailor. And get s- fitted for a suit. It's not as though they needed to have this done in-house by Harold. Her- Harold made the choice. <laughs> he can buy the life of a tailor, have him fit John for a suit, and then have him killed and disappeared and pay off the family. No problem. <laughs> he made the distinct choice to cop a feel. This is extreme. rather than
0: Garrick Bashir
2: energy
1: yeah that's what it is it really it's is like, yeah
0: it's like garrick and Bashir with the moralities inverted yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: it's just very funny to me <laughs> wow like, you're right you couldn't just Fuck. go down to men's warehouse and and get measured harold felt the need to do it all himself
1: or like they could have even gone to like a fancy boutique yeah like this is new york yeah yeah. they, yeah, they could have gone to someplace high end where like the wall street guys buy their fucking suits yeah
2: you know that that Harold knows a half a dozen fancy, weird haberdashers where he could have gotten John fitted, but no, he did it himself.
1: It makes me wonder whether he tailors his own stuff too. Oh. I wonder if this is just a hobby for him. Could be because his stuff is always like his clothes are always impeccably tailored.
0: Yeah,
2: uh, do we need to talk about literally any other part of this episode? Yes,
1: really.
0: So the the SEC agent who appears in this episode, Doug Rasmussen, is played by one Scott Cohen. Um He has not done a lot that I rec- He's Super familiar though. I know. I, I know he's done something. I've seen him in. He was on Gilmore Girls. That's right. He's Max he's, Medina. He's Max Medina from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> I was I know You know, just like I look through. I look through the people in the episode of like, do I see anything? And I'm like, oh, he's Max. Max Medina.
2: That's fucking hilarious. I was
0: like, "Oh, shut the front door."
2: Wow, he. Hmm.
0: Which that was uh That was a rough decade for Max. That was I mean, this was <laughs> it was 9 years after his last appearance on Gilmore
1: Girls. I have to say also John Rooney assets it's, is oh. <laughs> It's one of my favorite like dumb cover it's, it's, names for John. It's so
0: good. I and it he it gets used again. I don't think it gets used again often, but I know it gets used again at least once. And yeah, God. Rooney is
2: his is his like uh, his uh his main cover, right? It's
0: a fancy cover.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Doesn't he use that in the suburbs too? I don't remember. I, maybe. We'll find maybe out. We'll find out.
2: Fucking great episode.
0: I can't wait to talk about that one.
1: I, I enjoy Carter's monologue at the end when she's like figuring out there's Elias. Um, I also really enjoy her like coming to the crime scene with the dead boss and being like, you know, they were like that that could be planted. Like and the the other detective like, wow, I would never have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's really clever.
2: My favorite part is uh, while she's monologuing, uh, they're watching the video and Scarface like looks at the camera and is like, oops, dropped my <laughs> phone in the
1: trash. Hope nobody's <laughs> looking. Like, It makes me wonder whether they wanted to ha- John to have that phone. Oh, oh yeah, oh, absolutely. No, they, I mean,
2: that was my takeaway is they absolutely were like, yeah, because they, it was, I mean, that they knew that this would be seen by yeah, someone, yeah. by like, by John. And, I mean, the fact that he, like, looks at the camera and is like, oh, oh,
0: oops. I, I <laughs> like, like, I gotta, like, say, like, as, as much as, like, Elias is, like, runs, like, a tight, organized operation, Elias himself is a dramatic ho. <laughs> um and he's like yes i want to have like a it's so, it's so true and it's so good <laughs> it's just like i mean yes I'm, I'm doing this thing i just scored millions of dollars but i want to talk to john
2: <laughs> yeah right how do, I, how do i get a hold of john i'll organize a a, a fancy scheme that endangers families and then I'll have my man make dramatic eye contact with, the cam- with a security so camera good. and drop a flip phone. So how, many, how many scams do you think were perpetrated across New York? How many flip phones are there in garbage cans across <laughs> New York oh, waiting so to be many. picked up by John?
0: There's so many.
2: <laughs>
0: uh. I'm doing one last scan. Yeah, if there's anybody, like, no, there is nobody interested. You have a
1: note that says Trader Bro is a much more deep yeah, character. Like, he's actually like, he's presented. like a
0: nice guy. Like, he's not like, like for, for the person we're originally presented, he's actually like really principled and a really decent dude, which I think is like, oh, it's a nice. It's like, yeah. I, I'm at least not wanting him to die.
1: At first, you're like why is he under SEC investigation? Has he done something shady? And it turns out that he's just, like, under SEC investigation, like, because that guy has it out for him and, like, wants to get an in for his scheme.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, overall, it's just, like, it's very... Like, overall, he's, like, a decent dude. He has, like, a nice, sad backstory, which we get about, like, how his uncle raised him and stuff and all I could think about in this sad scenes because like 90% of them are within like, like has a food truck and camera. I'm like, damn, I want a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, oh, and, and like we do have to, I do want to point this out again. John is straight up murdering dudes at this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I think is like mm-hmm. very like he, like, like there are like, these are asshole, these are asshole hired guns who are coming into like the sho- like the, the can't, the homeless camp that he used to stay in. And so he is like, he is officially like, congratulations, you've cleared one of my logic gates that allows me to murder people. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> There's not, it's a low bar. It's a low bar.
0: Like, like there are many gate, like there, like he, he's just a logic gated murder machine. Grazer, there are many conditions over which he will be like, I'm allowed to point my gun higher than your waist, right. <laughs> which we will also get in the next episode. Yeah.
2: I'm trying to figure out, where I've seen the guy who plays his uncle before. Cause I know I've seen him before too, but uh it's all stuff that I don't watch. I've never, I don't, yeah, I don't know
0: Weird. he's the fairy captain in the, the, the Steven Spielberg roar of the worlds, um, <sighs> which the, like that is, that's the only thing. Yeah. There, there is absolutely nothing on this dude that I, that I can, um, I know I've seen him
2: somewhere, but I don't know where,
0: yeah, it's just one of those things that, like, he has a face. Yep. All right. It could be, like, a commercial or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, last last on our docket, we have episode 17, Baby Blue, written by Patrick Harbinson and directed by Larry Tang. Our number this week is Layla Smith. She's a six-month-old baby. While John is, she is a shelter baby, in fact, who was, like, left at a hospital and taken in. While John is busy watching Elias' father, Don Moretti, get released from prison, Finch realizes that Layla is being targeted by hitmen at the hospital. So Finch, in a moment of brilliant, brilliant (laughs) um, improvisation, decides to kidnap a baby. (laughs) (laughs) As it turns out, the baby is the illegitimate child of a construction magnate, Adnan Petrosian, His wife, as it turned out, had the hit place to make the baby disappear after the mother, Petrosian's receptionist, was murdered in a fire. Meanwhile, John and Carter have put Moretti in a safe house with Carter's friend in Vice, uh, Detective Shemansky. Everything is going alright, until the kidnappers get the baby. John is able to take, take down the kidnappers, but only after making a deal with Elias. Once Layla is saved, however, Elias double crosses and locks them both in a refrigerated truck to get Don Moretti's location. John cracks, divulges the safe house's location, and uh, Elias is able to get to Moretti and abduct him. Shimansky is shot, and Carter starts to think hey, maybe I can't trust this weird psychopath spy who keeps shooting people in the knee. <laughs> there is a lot in this episode about uh, where. Yeah. Where, they are dealing with a baby and it's very funny.
1: Yeah, it is hilarious. It's also the closest I think the com- the the show has come to like legit gay baiting.
0: I don't think it's like I don't think it's gay baiting, but I think it is playing with some fun tropes.
1: I think it comes pretty close.
2: I read that in the notes and my reaction was to uh pause, make significant eye contact with Justin through the notes. <laughs> And then go back to reading the notes.
0: <laughs> I mean, like they're going to have their baby eventually, but we're not going to talk about that ne- yet. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, I just mean. The best uh, boy.
2: The best boy. Ah, yeah. Okay. They, they, okay, okay. They,
0: instead, of, instead of like actually adopting, they do the lesbian route. Ah, there we go. Yeah.
2: And it's also not the most, it's, it, neither is it the most gay baiting thing in this show.
1: True, but like it definitely plays specifically on a bunch of the tropes of like gay couple adopt a baby, yeah.
0: But they're never like actually together in like a sea. like or, or they're never like interacting in public while they have the baby together.
1: No, they're out. They're out with the baby when they see Carter, and like people are come. I think that there's somebody who comments on it. Okay. Right. John has John has the baby in a like the chest snuggie. Okay, I don't remember when they're out like
2: that. Feels so reckless. Why would you strap a baby to John's chest?
0: Maybe, maybe That's the, like, the snuggie like kevlar was, was
2: there not a
1: box of dynamite you could stick it in? That feels like it would have been safer. And he's holding the baby's hands to keep her warm. Like it's very cute. Maybe, maybe
0: it's a kevlar line, snuggie. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. I mean, it would have to be. They, they have. There's some very cute, like little seeds of this, like the plate. There's a playpen made out of books. That's my
2: favorite yes. part of the episode. Yeah.
1: I mean, like honestly, it's not bad improvisation for like, you know, for okay, we suddenly have a baby. What the hell do we do? Yeah. We have not been preparing for this for yeah, you know, some amount of months.
2: I love the sketch,
0: too.
1: Oh, Yeah, the, the little, of po- yeah. the, the, the crazy sketch where it's, like, the most yeah.
0: goblin version of Finch possible. Yeah.
1: You know, Finch does a pretty good job undercover as a doctor. Well, yeah, he she's... has
0: the white lab coat, so that makes him impervious to Inquisition.
2: I've, we've talked about this before, but I really do think it's funny how, as long as he can pull on this, like, veil of innocuousness, Harold is extremely good in the field.
0: Yeah, because that's yeah.
2: that's his life. He has been like hiding behind innocuous pseudonyms his whole life. So as long as he's still doing that, it's second nature to him. He's actually quite good at it. It's when he has to like not do that, when he has to be something else.
0: It's when any amount of danger is, is introduced into a situation that it's yeah, it's the Spider Man throwing a duffel bag full of money out the window.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, because that's that's the whole point of his disguises is, is to not deal with that. So,
1: yeah, but he he has like the the perfect mixture of like caring and tired and just a little bit dismissive.
2: Yeah, yeah, it tracks with most. It, doctors,
1: it really I works.
0: I do love. There's a scene where like uh, Carter goes to like the the mom's apartment, and the fire <laughs> the fire marshal, like. I, this is a weird trope, but, like, fire marshals and coroners have, like, the exact same energy of, like, <laughs> highly specific knowledge, weirdly blase about, like, horrific things. And, mm-hmm. like... It, yeah. It's... I don't, I, like, the, the the fire marshal of this episode just has, like, this weird energy about him. He's just a funky guy, and I like him.
1: John Harold, why did you why did you discount the sun so quickly though? Because like the sun could be into more than just dudes, right? Because it, it's a bi erasure like, in
2: this episode. Yeah, I sure. mean, yes.
0: I, I'm gonna just yeah, it's like if we if we if we yeah, it's it would have been like it would have been very nice of like ooh, maybe the sun's like a total player, but I mean. I guess in tw- it was twenty twelve. It's twenty twelve. I'm like, I okay, sure, we can just like, okay, like, oh, through social media, we have found very little interest in women. Okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not asking for a lot. I mean, hey, that's the most gay. That's that's the most actual textual gay shit we've seen on the show.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I I don't I don't like I don't put a lot of these writers. It's like I know what you were I know what you were dealing with. This was CBS. It was twenty twelve.
1: Also we know we know things about one of the actors. Yeah. So
0: um, and besides like if you wanted if you if you wanted uh, no that was sorry that was the CW I, I'm I'm getting my networks messed up. I was about to make a supernatural joke. <laughs> <laughs> the only show that continues to queerbait people a year after it went off the air. In his
2: defense, I do think it was unintentional. I feel bad for the poor the poor guy. I don't think he I meant think
0: to do I, it, but
2: it's hilarious that he yeah, did. No,
0: the Supernatural fandom is like the shine show Bob st- like in a parking lot full of rakes. Yeah. <laughs> Just everything associated with that show is so funny. No.
2: It's absolutely. And you're bad.
0: thinking it's like Oh my god, they can't do it again. Oh my god, they stepped on another rig.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, do we have anything more to say about this episode? Just like I I I love the end where it's like will we ever have kids together, Harold? <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me yes.
0: I I do love how they just like absolutely like they're they're like anytime like they have any head of domesticity, it's like Don't we wish, don't you wish we could do that? Hmm? 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 And it's like, John is just like, throw me a lifeline, Harold. I want to be normal. And Harold's like, numbers, bitch.
2: Oh, man.
1: Just wait until we get to best boy, though. Oh, gosh, yeah. So, um... I don't
0: have anything else. These are like, yeah. like I think, we, I think we, like we put it good at the top of the episode of like, these are three like fun episodes. There just isn't a lot to of.
1: You, you had something in the notes here with the, with the freezer thing, Jude.
2: Yeah, that. Yeah. I, yeah, let's the last time I watched this series critically, not like picking favorites to put on in the background while I worked kind of watching. I didn't have a kid. And that has really changed a lot of how I watch TV, and I find that even seemingly—and I'm going to put this in air quotes—casual child endangerment hits much harder now.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. I have a—I have some particular stuff around like small children crying, my son's heart surgery. He came out of the anesthesia uh, and had some complications with with the anesthesia, and spent about uh, nine hours like just groaning and, and crying and like trying to like wake up. And so that sound of like a, a small child crying, like gets under my skin real fast. And yeah. I was not about that. Um, that I found like the idea of a, a child like in danger like that got, got me in a, in a, in a bad way. Like just that sound that even when it's like bad Foley it, it, it gets to me in an uncomfortable way. And, um, this show generally doesn't go I don't think the show did it for cheap thrills um the show doesn't play with it lightly but I didn't like that Elias was like ha ha kidding I never actually put her in danger and I was like well you I you
1: mean ki- you already did you kind of
2: fucking did you douchena douche nugget like
1: mm-hmm.
2: kind of fucking did so fuck off um I don't like disliking Elias because she
1: she could have very well ended up with like frostbite
2: yeah, um,
1: tiny, tiny little thingies.
2: Um, I don't, I, I don't like disliking Elias, uh, but he 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 sort of blew it on that one for me. So, yeah, I'm, I realize I'm talking about a villain here. I, I'm comfortable with the fact that this show has made the, one of the villains one of the most like unambiguously like charming characters that it's got. But <laughs> anyway, if this were in role playing games, we have safety tools and content warnings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I usually put harm to children on that list. And uh, this episode almost hits that line. It's, like, right up to the line of comfort for me, where yeah, it's I wouldn't... peril. In peril, like, yeah. and I I was fine watching it, but I, I, I didn't enjoy it. And it t- changed the episode for me.
1: Yeah, the part that, like, got me even more than like the freezer is when she's like in the duffel bag and crying
0: yeah (laughs) and that is the moment where john is just like
1: all right murder time yeah yeah
0: yeah i
1: i
2: just don't yeah the the crying is hard for me um yeah that's a hard one and i don't want to make it seem like you can't put like a, a you know crying in a tv show there there's just certain times when I find it more distressing than others, and for some reason this episode sort of tweaked it so
1: there's a there's a lot for a fairly substantial chunk of action, yeah um I think we we'll li- perhaps we should put a content warning on the uh you know, i think for disgusting. watchers just
2: yeah. yeah for watchers I would say if you were if yeah you, if you have a thing about it, I would be a little wary of it going in so yeah
0: yeah, um, I think there's only like. I think there's only like two more episodes that even have children's numbers. Could it with yeah. the, show, the rest of the
2: show. Yeah. They don't mess around with it too much after this. Yeah. Um, thankfully, I think the rest of the season is pretty good. Oh, yeah, I think we, we, the next episode is a, is a significant step up in fun. Yeah. And then that's identity crisis. And then Fla- uh, flesh and blood uh, is another banger Elias episode yeah and then we get right into the finale yeah into the the run-up to the finale so we're we're in good shape there uh yeah. and then we get into season two yeah going quick
0: so um we are going to be covering uh episodes 18 and 19 on our next episode those will be Identity Crisis and Flesh and Blood until next time you are being watched
1: Da-da-da-da-da-da.
2: Alright, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Who hit stop already?
1: <laughs> I have not hit stop yet.
0: I can hit, right, stop, hit stop now, and what you can do you could do? Alright.
2: Okay. I'm gonna okay. give it a minute, and then... Yeah. Uh, give that's it... Alright, I gotta go do a work thing, so I'm gonna hit stop next. Justin, give it like another five minutes. Just, just go, like, hit the head, get some food, let it run for a few more minutes, and then come in and hit stop. And that'll really fuck up Zathras' efforts. Because I have a dedication to the bit. If you've got to... Yes, but it's dedication to the bit. Aaron has known me since I was 12. And Aaron knows that if I have a personality, it is dedication to the bit.